Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Life, Love and Entrepreneurship with Deepak Shukla. And today I want to talk about a little bit of career advice. So um, I was uh, away on some army training just recently and uh, there was a very, very interesting quote that, that came up that related to um, our block. So block refers to the kind of dormitory that I was in with um, nine other gentlemen. There was 10 of us. Um, and the overall block also comprised of where we do ablutions or rather go to the toilet as well as shower and the hallway leading up to it. So that would comprise of the block. And within each block, there would be two sections, meaning there would be two dormitories with, you know, between eight to 12 people, depending. So we had a forthcoming uh inspection happening and one of the kind of uh section um someone from hq basically headquarters was coming to inspect the blocks so um we had our section commander come over and just basically tell us hey lads you know basically we've got someone from hq coming in unfortunately it's happening you know whilst uh it's it's you guys are here so we need to make sure that everything's you know kind of looking spick and span and as they say bullshit baffles brains so you know, just use your common sense. You don't need to clean absolutely every ridiculous nook and cranny that no one will potentially ever use nor look at. You know, for example, the the underside of the chair stool or a chair leg, which would be absolutely ridiculous to clean. Um, or the, you know, upper side of the, uh, of, of you know, the, the fittings of, for example, a light bulb, the actual light fixture, right on just the inside, if there's a little nook or cranny, again, somewhere that, you know, could gather dust for 20 years without there being a problem. So um, it related to this idea of bullshit baffles brains, meaning that if you, for example, cover off the important bases, or perhaps just the visible bases, then people will make the assumption that the rest of it is clean. However, if you start off with a misdemeanor to begin with, and there's you know a, a, sm a smudge on a desktop tape, uh, a desktop, then the um, the guy from HQ, the the inspector, will begin looking carefully at absolutely everything, searching for flaws and issues. So, how does this relate to the wider world and the world of, in this case, actually careers interviews? Bullshit baffles brains. So. When going to interview, and this can relate to actually anything that you do in life, when communicating, it pays to be as specific as you can. So I just got off a client call and uh, we were going through um, some interview preparation ahead of, um, you know, a, a final round interview coming up in a couple of days for um, Sarah. So one of the things um, that came up was I asked her the, the question, you know, uh, give me an example of a product or service that you've had to, um, that you've marketed to see what she'd say. So uh, it came up, she said, you know, I used to work for um, for Nokia and they were doing a product release of uh, a Lumia, uh, a Nokia Lumia phone. And um, this was some time ago. And I then decided to contact some influencers to see how they disseminate their messages about um, phones in general, uh, as well as this phone, of course, um, to see what results and insights that, that would warrant. Um, so that was the example that she gave. So there's nothing wrong with that example. She's applying for a marketing assistant role, and um, this related to a, a product launch. It related to 
technology and she went out and made contact with with influencers to see the the ways in which they kind of spread their message to the world. So um, with that in mind, here is the revised version that I then suggested that um, she could move forward with. So the question is, is give me an example of a time where you've marketed a product or a service. So now, uh, to, 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 as, as if I was Sarah. In 2015, um, from around March to May, I was working for Nokia. At the time, there was a forthcoming product release, the Nokia Lumia 5220, I, I believe, but don't quote me on that. And during this period, um, we were looking at influencers that had basically an audience or a social reach, whether online or off, but predominantly online. So we compiled, um, I compiled a list of around 30 influencers, of which I contacted more than 20. Um, so I approached them via Facebook inbox, as well as tweeting, as well as emails, as well as phone calls, depending upon the platform that they were most active on. That was the area in which I chose to contact them. So one of the things of the um, 15 plus people that I contacted came up was. So that's my example. Do you see how that's the same information, but that's incredibly um, different and more powerful because I have mentioned the year. I said in 2015, I've given approximate dates. I said March to May. I've talked about the actual model of the phone, even if I said don't quote me on that. I've mentioned the number of influencers that I compiled, as well as the number of influencers I then contacted. So with all of that together, it conveys the impression of intelligence because of this ability to relay specific information, almost as if it's in a military manner. Now, there is actually, if you get at the meat of what's being said there, nothing that's perhaps incredibly insightful, but it really does clear any smoke and mirrors and underline the specifics of what you actually did. So again, with the idea that bullshit baffles brains, we, when thinking about what we did and communicating it, might assume that numbers such as that are obvious and there could be this sense of, well, why do I need to tell them what's obvious? What's obvious for me is not obvious for you and vice versa. Therefore, with that in mind, it's important to be as specific as you can and leave kind of no stone unturned because then moving forward, you have this kind of halo effect that, you know, everything else about Sarah's introduction slash personality slash kind of correspondence and responses to questions is positively coloured by the opening to this answer and the level of specifics that she's able to convey. And because of that, bullshit really does baffle brains because even if this isn't perhaps necessarily most critical information, um, what might be equally more important to really underline what I mean is, you know, the details of the approaches that she took, what was the um, feedback that she got as a consequence of the contacts, over what time frame did she contact them, why did she choose influencers in particular that were online, etc., etc. Um, what what matters is is the impression it conveys that Sarah knows her specifics, Sarah knows what she's doing, Sarah can be trusted, I want to hire Sarah. So, bullshit really does baffle brains. So, in the instance that you're like myself, 
leaving a coming up to eight minute podcast that you record and deliver on a daily basis out to my subscribership across the multiple platforms, one of them being SoundCloud, which is the app that I'm now using on my Nexus 6 to actually record this very same podcast. All of that information underlines or conveys the impression of intelligence, which becomes assumed in areas you have yet to hear me speak about or to, to function in. And that will only, only help you with everything that you do. So where and when you can, focus on the important metrics, leave nothing to the imagination, and remember, bullshit really does baffle brains.